You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, I already feel like it's Friday. I don't... Give me a little flipperoo there. A little flipperoo. And we're doing a half day Friday, right? Uh, yeah, we're going to do We are going to do it's a like half school. It <laughs> is like school. Uh, I told Zach that, that you guys really earned a whole day, but uh, we're going to do a half day. Here's Jacob's bowing out of our kayaking trip this weekend. Oh, are you? Yeah. I need some, I need some family time. That's fair. That's fair. I probably should, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, uh, that, that, that's not an opportunity no. for you. I have oh, a few wow. days to like work into a, approval. Yeah. No, no, you're good. Um, I'm still going. I'm excited about it. Uh, I'll be leaning on someone to tell me what to do because I've never fished for a striper. So. I've, well, never, Jacob, I've never really caught any. <laughs> I've n- Sorry, you've guys. never caught any over there. Okay, so we officially have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> well, Derek's going to be know. there. Can we, we pay you third. as a guide then? Would it be considered work? I, we can do a class on uh, Thursday afternoon. Yeah, I there have been seeing a bunch of people post on social media, big old fish that they're pulling out of there, so I know that, that the opportunity is good. We just need cool. to convert. You need to fish with clousers with your fly rod. I have clousers with an eight weight. That's what you want. And I'm also going to bring. Uh, going to Google what clousers are later. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fly. It's like <laughs> yeah. a little minnow. Looks like a oh, okay. oh, well, I don't know anything about fly. Dudes, I have all these bucktail jigs that I tied for saltwater that are absolutely perfect for this. Okay. It's literally a clouser with a lead head that. Cool. All right. I'll bring yeah. All right. Awesome. We're going to do that. I'll bring my eight weight too. But I've got a bunch of like white spinners, white. Basically, just white everything. Yeah, white white chatterbait. Well, I look forward to talking about this on next Monday and making Jacob real sad. Um, that's what we we'll do. We'll get here. all of our lies together. We won't even invite him. <laughs> we'll just make him stand outside the door here and listen to us. <laughs> yeah. uh, are you all hydrated back from Sandit Slam? Dude, I'm trying. Took some you, time. Guys are, you guys are hydrating. I am caffeinating. I did. Uh, so I cheated on Black Rifle Coffee. My wife buys this other brand from Costco, and I, I didn't have any of those. And uh, I, I drank the other thing, and, and I was like, Black Rifle hangs. This is this, this is, is like that's better. It's so good. It yeah. is it is better than what we're, we're buying at Costco. If they sold those at Costco, I'd be buying yeah. them. I mean, I used to do the Starbucks from the grocery yeah, store. Yeah. This mocha, this is much much. So better. they uh, as big as they are, there's I think they're still doing small batch roast, which is why like I, I can't stand Starbucks. It's like so acidic and bitter. Yeah, just, but like their stuff is still small batch enough where it doesn't get that like burnt taste. Yeah. Starbucks, not to be too graphic, makes me poop. This has yet to, <laughs> this has yet to make me poop. Give so, it time. 
Thanks, Black Rifle. Everybody poops, though, Dan. I'm kind of concerned <laughs> about I know. <laughs> it's going to turn into an emergency. Oh. Well, I can relate to emergencies, but uh, yeah. okay, cool. Well, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been, I mean, I slept. I don't nap. Um, and Jacob, Jake, I feel like we've had this because I'd never nap. Same here. I slept for almost three hours midday yesterday. Same here. Amanda woke me up and said, listen, I want to let you sleep, but I'm worried you're not going to be able to go to sleep tonight and you're going to get turned around. And I'm uh-huh. like, what time is it? And she goes, it's 1 p.m. Oh and I'm like, uh, yeah, I need to get up. <laughs> so Jacob and I got up and did uh, the walkthrough. I told you, I said, I probably won't be able to sleep past 8. Well, we should back up and tell people what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like. At this point, this audience probably knows what Sinnet Slam is. But anyways, we did a uh, an outdoor festival this weekend. First time we've ever done it. We've kind of been talking about the prep of it. And it uh, we had an archery competition on the Indiana side that Braden and J- Jacob ran with the Bow Hunting League and Bear Archery. And uh, that went through midday. And then everybody came over to the other side where Dan and I set up at like sunrise and started our day. And we had food trucks and beer and uh seven no 20 brands the black rifle coffee was there we had country boy brewing was six uh we had a food truck that shall remain nameless uh that we had a i mean a bunch of great brands there yeah, and yeah. good time um and it new knife rained uh-huh. oh did you buy one from uh, outlier yeah outlier uh, knife. dude i'm gonna have to talk to them because that's I, sick i that's super sick they're, they're right down the road too and they've invited us to come check out their facility yeah i bought actually one of my good friends one of their uh bottle openers called the noogie that w- um, that was one of my Christmas. favorite things was getting to go around it's and dope. see all the i got the hair on this mic that's floating in my face can you do you see it was it it's bothering me i don't know it's probably probably I see uh, it. oh my god it's bothering me oh um, there it is did i get it anyway so. so uh their stuff was super cool i talked to them it'd be cool to do some like edu- like training classes at the next Senate slam oh yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah yeah that's kind of what i want Senate slam to become is this place where like you know, you think of a music festival, and every hour there's somewhere you got to be. I want that for for outdoor stuff, you know. And so this year we did it with just towing in with archery, and then the we we talked about doing some demonstrations. We just we we planned this whole thing in 90 days, which is kind of yeah. nuts. Um, I mean, truly, well, I guess 120 days because we started in March. And limited capabilities downtown, stuff like that. Well, oh, that, that was our fourth venue too. We got kicked <laughs> out of three other experience. Yeah, the zero <laughs> experience thing. Um, but anyway, so that's what we're talking about. And I've, we worked, I don't well, how many hours is that from, I, we were there, at, I was there at 630. I don't know when you got there right after I did. And, uh, we were, we left at 11 PM. And so it was a long day. You guys did the same. Over yeah, at the I was other there, side. I was at, there at six o'clock. It was still fairly dark. I went in the porta potty and I, mean, I was confident I could see. So I came back out and waited for it to get lighter. Yeah. I was yeah. say <laughs> you pooped in the dark in a porta potty. Yeah. I was at the office at 6am getting last minute. Okay. Days. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. A, everybody was, was up day. at five is, yeah. and then we went until 430. Oh man, you just keep upping me. <laughs> I was up at three. Uh, <laughs> slept there. I, I tended out. <laughs> Braden slept there. Uh, but it, it uh, for anybody that's been waiting on the report, it did rain a lot at, for half mm-hmm. the day. For half yeah. the day. The the I would say the less important half from of the day. from well f- <laughs> it was all during the archery. Thanks, Dan. Well, that it makes was it all more of an adventure for archery. <laughs> yeah, it's the people that don't yeah. care as much. It's, yeah, hundred yeah, percent of the archery it was rained. Yeah. Uh, Although I am on. going to call out Zach Vakurovich, who showed up in flip flops yeah. on a rainy day on a trail a trail oriented. I mean, he's event. either that hard ass or that stupid. No, yeah, so <laughs> bone it's a mixture, so, probably so bonehead. <laughs> so, I love him. I man, I feel bad. I, I um, 
it, it's like a wedding when you, you're seeing so many people you want to talk to. We do this at Palma or any other trade show you go to, and you see so many people that you know and want to hug and talk to and just spend an hour with them. And like, I feel like I didn't get to talk to Glenn enough. Mike Larson came all the way down here. I only got to see him for a little bit. And there's other guys I'd never met before, like Tom Decree. David. Uh, is it Dick? Uh, Decray. 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 Uh, Tom, I knew I was saying it like wrong. Like Trey. Uh, Tom, Tom Decray. David we had Milikowski. David came. I mean, we had people from Arkansas, Michigan, Illinois, Colorado, Wisconsin, Tennessee. Colorado. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes, dude. I mean, Texas. We, we covered a good chunk of the U.S. came in for this thing. And what's crazy is I bet it was half out-of-towners, half locals. And we ended up I – asked, I asked Justin Wells. I still don't know how many people we had. And people were like, well, didn't you have ticket sales? But here's the problem. Um, the, it wasn't showing our walk-ups. So maybe mm-hmm. we can figure that out later. Uh, but then also the brands weren't accounted for because they just got by default. They didn't have tickets. They got wristbands. And there was probably 100 people there with the brands. Mm-hmm. They all came – a lot of them came over, not all of them. Uh, but then I asked Justin Wells, um, who was the second to last – he was kind of like the second headliner uh, before Cole – and I said, how many people do you think that was? Because he plays all the time. And he's like, I would have guessed somewhere between 350 and 500. It's really hard to tell in an amphitheater. He's like, if I was in a bar, I could have told you because I've done that a thousand times or thousands of times. But he, he wasn't really sure either. And I feel like definitely 350, definitely less than 500. Well, and I will say, back to the, the, the rain situation, it actually worked out well because it brought in cool air. The evening was amazing. Well. We just it didn't need that much swampy. <laughs> going back <laughs> to the attendance been swampy thing, and sweaty. there were some people that had plans for the evening that were there at 11. I'm specifically thinking of your uncle. Uh, oh, yeah. Who's just like, yeah, we've got other plans. So just if you were just judging who was still there right. for the concert, it'd be less than the total of people. Oh, for sure. Well, this always happens with the headliner or something like this, but Cole had let fewer people than Justin yeah. because, you know, people with kids couldn't stay that late. You yeah. know, you get into the witching hour after 830. So, um, heck of a time, though, man. It was, it was yeah. awesome. Who was uh, – now, I know you didn't get to see them. I was kind of like you on the bands, and uh, you all probably floated a little bit. But just out of who you saw, who was your favorite? Well, so I maybe caught one song of Justin's show and one song of Abby. Didn't see Dalton. Um, I caught probably a few songs of Cole because we were trying to spend a little more time over there. Justin Wells was – you had kind of hyped that he was a, a good show to see, and I think that was probably my favorite. Dude, kind of he, he is so good. Uh, I think – I mean, Abby Hamilton really surprised me. I, I just hadn't listened to as much as her, of her stuff and her live, and I was listening to her with Savannah, and she was like, she's so badass. I love her. Yeah. And so that was really fun. We got to watch her together. Um, I liked Cole a lot, but I also really loved Wolfpin Branch. I, yeah. Like, for me, that was kind of a highlight, um, especially kind of funny story. My dad was there, and for several years he had told me about his buddy that he works with that's a big bluegrass guy. He's, you know, he's written some famous songs. He's a, he's a big deal, and he's from Louisville. Well, sure enough, Wolfpin Branch gets up on stage, and my dad goes, that's the guy I've been telling you about. So the dude in the red sunglasses was like one Is of my dad's. that right? Uh, I guess, yeah. Far right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was him. Yeah. And he was he like. He does the, the local bluegrass show on the radio. Yeah. And so he was like, 
yeah, that's the guy. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so yeah. it was a funny coincidence. And then Dude, obviously they, listening to him play was like, holy crap. They are unreal. Like when yeah. he co- he does uh, back to Kentucky and then goes into Mile Kentucky home and then comes back to around. You were over there by then. I was listening. Or you at least heard it. Yeah. Yeah. I was you guys were still breaking down the booth. Yeah. I was telling Amanda, I said, I don't understand how without percussion, there was no drum. Right. Yeah, I was going to say They can that. all be so Perfect. in rhythm, well yes. rehearsed. Yeah. I mean, it was. And I will also say, we had a stage set up that day. The sound was really good. And yeah. I've been yeah, to, I saw uh, Trampled by Turtles, who's kind of a similar, similar, similar thing vibe. at Iroquois Amphitheater, and the sound was horrible. And you can understand anything they were saying. Really? So I was very impressed yeah. with the technical stuff. Yeah, I heard that uh, Colt. Cole said that only I think the monitors for him were a little off, and I kind of wondered if that wasn't like they had they'd gone through full band with Abby and Abby's country, but she's almost a little rock on her sound. Mm-hmm. And then Justin Wells definitely is more like Southern rock country, and I wondered if like they didn't have it set up for that. And then you know, they come up there with all that bluegrass, but I think the sound for the you never would have known if I hadn't told you that Cole's. I think he had some issues with the sound, but it was minimal. And for our first time ever doing this and for just like hiring somebody and hoping for the best, I was like, dude, if that's the only complaint is that it wasn't perfect for him. Good job. I think Dalton was great too. Yeah. A lot of people were talking about Dalton, man. I mean, he had a good energy. I feel like he was really starting to pull in the people out of the vendor village into the concert. I feel like that was when I started seeing people walking up that were in the area down by the pedestrian bridge saying, what's going on here? It sounds really cool. I want to buy tickets. Dalton's got such a unique sound. He's got like a yodel to him almost. And he's got his his guitar playing is not to nerd out too much on the music side, but he does a lot of finger roll and that's just real unique. Um, You know, fans of Zach Bryan, Zach Bryan does a lot of that, which Zach's pulled a lot of that from his appreciation for Tyler Childers. Uh, anybody that likes those kind of guys are going to love Dalton. Yeah. I was impressed that Dave was able to get through his set. He got a migraine. I don't know if y'all – he, like, uh, was almost in tears by the time he was done with his Because Dave set. was first up. Dave was second. second so, Dave played after, after Dalton. Dalton. Um, but he kept turning around, and I could just see him, like, he was pulling it together. Yeah. Wow. And uh, afterwards, Emily, uh, one of the girls I went to high school with, who – I went to high school with Dave, too, for anybody that doesn't know um, – she came up. She's like, I need ibuprofen for Dave. He's apparently, like, struggling. And uh, I hugged him after it was over, and he's like, he's like, I messed up bad, buddy. And I just figured he, he was drunk. <laughs> so I thought he was just uh, had too much bullet, but he hadn't really had that much. He just didn't feel good. But oh, he, after man. the ibuprofen, I mean, you all saw him. At, uh, he was down there with uh, Justin Wells, you know, yeah. shouting his head off. And then Justin brought him up to sing a little bit with him. I don't know if you all saw that, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, he came up and sang a verse with Justin on, uh, I think it was The Dogs. It might have been. I, I can't remember if it was that song, one of Justin's better-known songs, though. That's what's it, – it was a ton of fun for what I got to see, but – I'm a little jealous of the people that were there and got to watch the entire show. Well, after after I introduced Cole, I was like, I know there's work to be done, but I'm going to go sit down, and I'm just going to enjoy some of this. And I sat for a few songs with Cole, and I went to the bathroom, and then I talked to Justin for a while. He was over there, and uh, he was super complimentary to you guys, just everything we pulled off. Shout out to Blake for bringing a crew and running like what Justin called like perfect execution on the – um, the sound or, or the band load in, load out. People don't think about that stuff when you do something. Like, that's the kind of stuff that's really important to figure out, though, because if you lose these guys' equipment or if you can't find something or uh, they don't have places to park. Blake ran that ex- really well. Rob ran the green room, our intern. Rob Player was awesome. 
that went off with, without a hitch. Uh, you know, everything that Jacob planned. I mean, my God, Jacob planned most of the festival. Um, I put it on paper, but you all had to pull it off. So. Yeah, I think everyone, vendors, Go Wild members, artists, everyone's like excited for next year. Oh, already. dude, yeah. yeah. So, so I so appreciate the brands that believed in us. Dan, Dan and his wife ran the merch booth, and we had a good day on the merch booth. People were buying stuff. Um, I, I I told Amanda she's my new favorite. She's just such a champion of like just being there, whatever it took. I was telling if Braden, she can put up with him, she could put uh, up with. Yeah, him. And that's I what I was saying. I was celebrating. She's a good foil to me because we have very different personalities. And she's very organized. She's very, this needs to get done. This needs to be in order. We need to do this the right way. She wrote all the pricing for all well, the But you you were like that in a lot of ways. Because of her. Yeah. She, I, she's, I mean, me and my wife are total polar opposites. Yeah. We, we complement each other well. The stuff that she's not good at, I'm very good at. Okay. Stuff I'm not very good at, she's good at. So we make a good uh, a good power couple. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I would, so I would say. So you're both together yeah well, <laughs> what i'm hearing is about that we still have a puppy to take care yeah, of yeah yeah well we can we can bring roxy roxy would love to be at the chaos booth you, roxy can come that's one thing about those outdoor shows dogs yeah. are welcome um you know real quick i think we should just thank a couple of those brands that believed in us on this thing uh, black rifle was awesome they, yep. they uh i talked to them afterwards they loved getting to meet all the people and uh, I think they said for a first-time event, they were really impressed with that it wasn't screwed up. I think everybody shows up at a first-time event. This is what I learned. Everybody showed up thinking we were going to screw it up. Yeah. And it was almost like out of curiosity, people show up to see what you're going to do wrong. And everybody's like, the logistics were actually really good. Yeah. yeah. And Blake Blake said that. He's like, I honestly figured you guys would screw up something, but you all were so organized. And John Grace was like John, – John said – Where'd you get all these volunteers? I said, these aren't volunteers, man. These are go out employees that are running this thing. I, I said, we only had a couple of volunteers, really. Um, I, I mean, Amanda, and that was it, right? Uh, well, yeah, that's far as we weren't paying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dan's wife came out and, and volunteered, and that was it. So, um, well, and, and Blake's guys. Blake's guys volunteered, but John yeah. John knew that because he knows them. But um, John Grace, is for, for context, is just the founder of the Laurel Cove Music Festival where uh, I was at and talked about in a couple shows ago. So, um Great compliments from people. Uh, the but real quick to thank the sponsors, the Black Rifle guys. Uh, you know, so thankful to Black Rifle Coffee for believing in us and coming in as a presenting sponsor with, with no, literally no proof that we could pull this off. Um, Bear Archery, Bear who Archery, we've done yeah. a little bit of stuff with, but that was a big step for them. They sponsored. They were the presenting they, sponsor of the archery, right? They sponsored the the archery shoot, but then. Timmy from their side, like he ran the awesome. the one shot thing, hung out with everybody, ex- explaining the technology in their bows and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and Paul quick. Campbell from O2 Podcast won that bow that yeah, or that's the right. free bow of choice. Uh, one quick commercial for Bear Archery that I thought was freaking cool was uh, Timmy brought their their new React Trio uh, site from Trophy Ridge, and he had it like in this cool glass case box. It was like explaining how it worked to some people that came by. And then we had two dudes finish up the actual 3D course and go over to do the one-shot challenge, which is right there by his booth. Both of them had that site on, and this was, like, later on in the day. So I had been helping people do the one-shot for a while, and nobody had hit the elk at 129 yards over a pond in the rain with wind yet. (laughs) I told everyone just to, like, challenge them or whatever. And we were having a great time, like, messing around and stuff, talking crap, as always. And, um... This dude comes up. He's like, yeah, I mean, this is the first, like, real test of this site that I put it on, dialed that thing to 129, 
and was the only person all day long uh, to hit the elk on his first shot no at 129 yards. So I was like, man, Bear should have been filming that. Cause yeah, that been right. Like a yeah. heck of a commercial. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like one of those TikTok videos like – I'll sit up, ready to roll. Boom. Literally, yeah. It was it was cool. That's like uh, Dan with Danos, except he didn't hit the target on his 100-yard <laughs> yes. shot. We're, we never found Just that arrow. Just send it into the trees. Into the forest. All <laughs> uh, right. I, yeah. told you, I looked at Jacob. I'm like, I'll buy you another arrow after that. Well, <laughs> so, you know what's funny about buying other arrows? I took two arrows over there. It's like, I'm, I'm going to take the shot a couple yeah, right. times to see what happens. I was way low on the first one. I raised it up. I fought a significant amount for the second one. It still went in the drink. So these dudes are over oh there swimming and diving. Oh, Zach to told me he swam. Yeah, Zam, Zach told me he got wet. He said yeah. I went for a swim. He went waist deep. He said That's he lost crazy. two arrows in the. Uh, he must be shooting some expensive arrows because yeah. I'm like I ain't that committed to any arrow that no, I got. Not no. either. That's why. Yeah, I took two. That's what I felt comfortable with. So uh, real quick, Bear was awesome. Uh, Wild Gear Coolers, new brand we're working with. I think are we going to try to sell their stuff when they I get ready? I want to. That's you guys plan. know we had a whole meme of me being a Wild Gear. Fan yeah. Boy. Well, that's. That's right. You know that's why we worked with them, right? Yeah. We posted this video of Dan nerding out on these coolers from, we from ATA. Because we saw them at a trade show. ATA. Yeah. And uh, I posted and it, and they commented back, and they're like, hey, uh, thanks for sharing or something. And I was like, hey, we should work together. And Besides the fact that they're cool, they performed super they well. They did. In fact, they performed so well that we had like a ton of extra ice. Way more ice. Like Zach was Zach was like, We didn't pay for all that ice, right? Way I'm more like, ice. Oh, we we did, my friend. And shout out to Liquid Death for giving us a ton of water, but we were moving full size coolers full of water to the brim and it was ergonomic when we didn't need to carry them with the handles that has the pop-up wheelie yeah i mean they're they're really cool coolers and they make a bunch of smaller you know tumblers and stuff that are awesome too but i'm actually commandeering one of those coolers for my vacation down to uh that's fine. Somewhere. I think I think Somewhere a lot of this stuff will be. I think all those coolers will be at our retreat. I think. Oh yeah, uh, they. Uh, yeah, those will go into what Dan and I are kind of calling the go out gear locker, but we don't have yeah. a locker because we're running out of space in this building. True. Socialism. Speaking of that, we need to get on Slack and say no one put stickers on those coolers, or they need to stay pretty. Why I've got a whole batch of stickers I've been saving for them. That's why you have your other brand that no, I that, that on one's, the podcast. I don't know the brand because it's generic and it doesn't have a logo on it. But uh, I've been saving them all for one of those coolers, Dan. We told I'm this guy to lighten saying, up. I'm just saying. I'm going to sticker he, my cooler. I'm just he, he saying. Won't, actually, I did get one of those is just flat out Jacob's, Jacob's earned Tell me what I can't, yeah, can't he gets Jacob's earned a cooler. Well, I'm going to sticker one and you can have two I want, ones. I wanted a cooler and I told Jacob, I said, I don't live a cool enough life to need a cooler. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not doing yeah, Well, what's funny long. is I, I do have my big generic one and yeah. I need another one. So I'm going to keep I've got it. a little pelican that I'll strap to my, that's a roto molded, that I'll strap to my kayak. But other than that, I just got a big igloo. Every year when I get a deer, I I need like another big cooler like that, so I'm keeping one of those at my house. I've got a big igloo, but it'll, it'll keep ice for maybe 24 hours. Yeah. You know, it's not like that wild gear that I'm sure would last a week. Well, I'm going to sticker it just to display how well it holds stickers. So, but yeah, Liquid uh, Death, we're making a throne. Yeah, they uh, shout out to them because they they did they actually helped us raise money for USA Cares, which was cool. USA Cares made 100 percent of the proceeds in water from Senate Slam. Um, Raising Outdoors is going to get a really nice donation that helped us increase our commitment to them by like 40 percent this year i haven't done the total math but like they did pretty well off of the ticket sale volume um there's an oh uh where for the stage sponsorship man uh, you know we had a lot of good brands behind us lancaster Buff- archery but yeah buffalo yeah, yeah Lan- lancaster so it doesn't happen without that uh i will say 
the people that were there, they're like, I'm going to the next one. I don't care where it is. Yeah. You can do it in Alaska. You can do it in Texas. I'll be there because it was so much fun. So I hope I hope people come out and support it. Um, we just did our wrap-up this morning of talking about, like, what we want to do differently. There was not a conclusion of we don't want to do it. There was no – that was what I was worried about of, like, well, but on Friday, right? You're like, what do we not know? And that's why I, I literally, man, I said, I tell you what, I don't care to say this because whatever, I don't care what people think about me. Uh, after I got off stage from introducing Cole, I went over, I saw Jacob first thing. I hug him. There's a photo I posted on Go Wild of me and him hugging. I may have kissed him. I don't really remember. <laughs> uh, on the cheek, Dan. Don't don't get all weird. He's getting oh, excited. Jealous. No, yeah, I was uh, I, I was so grateful to Jacob when I saw him coming because all the hard work this dude put into this. I just don't think anybody matched uh, the time I, I that he had it's into been, it. It's it's overblown. Now, you're, you're humble, but uh, – uh, I literally went up and I sat down and I was like, oh my God, we did it. Like I sat down and I almost cried just thinking about how much went into Senate Slam and making that like a fun party for our members and something that the community was able to enjoy. And we raised money for veterans. We raised money for kids. Like proud of it, man. It was cool. Yep. There were, I mean, of the, the bad things, some rain and a food snafu. I don't know what else. Is it weird for you was. to think, oh, I've got a new thing I can put on my resume. I can now say. <laughs> I don't I need a resume an, anymore, I'm Dan. A, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just saying your epitaph. You stuck with me at this uh, point. You event can't. planner is now something that you can say. I told I'm him. He's going to hire that mustache, man. Yeah. <laughs> Brad's about the only guy in town. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can't go in and like this. <laughs> I, uh, I did tell him the same thing. I'm like, I bet you didn't think you'd be having. Like, literally, you could say, like, no, I pretty much planned a festival start to finish. I yeah. mean, yeah. not many parts of it you weren't involved in, so. Pretty wild, man. Yeah. I uh, I'm proud of it. I'm I'm dead. I'm and excited for the next one already. That's where I'm at. I am. Well, I tell you what, though. Now you, we got to start working on uh, the. Uh, we're gonna try to expand it to two locations next year, um, but then Dan, Gaos, baby, <laughs> it's coming back. <laughs> That's coming the, that back. really is the next like the trade show season will be here. We um, have such a good jump on that one. We do uh, jump on boat. Like I think we're gonna try to do NWTF too. Yeah, um, I mean it's gonna be totally different this year around. Like we have a lot more time for Great American Outdoor Show. We know completely what to expect. We've been there and done it. But and before then, that, you guys are going to shot. You going to ICAST two weeks. You guys are going to ICAST, which we did last year. We know what to expect. We're making a quicker trip. So there's still a lot of... uh, Oh, I just meant like the big prep things. Shot, we don't do a whole lot of prep. Jacob sets up meetings. I don't know how much prep we're going to have to do for Gaius. I think it's really just going to be securing the inventory and then figuring out... We're not going to do the photo booth this time. No, it's just figuring yeah, out how bad space. we, we are going to do. That. We got to fix the just, case that Jacob. That's yeah, an aquarium. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're putting a lizard <laughs> in. <laughs> fix the TV, the TV storage locker that you tore apart. I, it was, Man, you are just throwing out accusations here. Am I you, lying? You weren't even in the state, Dan. <laughs> am I lying? Uh, no. That's you didn't even get the flu, dude. I was here looking for yeah. the uh, mannequin halfway through Senate Slam, and I realized. You know, I just told Rob, who's our intern, to go grab, grab Sasquatch, which he did. It's a mannequin. He did as told. He did as told. He didn't think, oh, the base isn't here. So I look in the trailer, and I'm like, oh, the base isn't here. Where is it? I looked all over this this office, and then I was leaving, go outside on the sidewalk, and I see the jewelry case through the glass, and I get down, and I'm looking through the Go Wild front office glass into the back of the jewelry case. I can see the platform in there. I'm like, oh, the mannequins. The <laughs> Dude, if anybody wants to know what that was like, ask if anybody asked me, I'll post this. Only if asked, though. I have a video that Brandon oh. took of me after Gales. Have you seen this, Dan? <laughs> seen or I like. I think I, I saw one of you in the back seat of the car too. There's, I haven't seen that one. Don't show me. But because at that point, I was dead, dead. Yeah. 
but there's a video of me after we just closed or getting ready to close up the door, or just closed it, and I barely remember it. But Braden comes up to me, he's like, "What do we just do?" <laughs> yeah, and, um, I I had to pull myself together to be able to speak enough because you remember I couldn't speak at some point. Both of y'all were, <laughs> I was so bad. Yeah, that's the most, that's the sickest I've. It was borderline dangerous. Yeah, it was oh. borderline like. Like we, in hindsight, someone probably should have gone to the hospital. God knows All what our fever type was. Type two fun is borderline dangerous, yeah. man. Uh, well, uh, God knows what our fever, temp- like what our temperature was. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Because we didn't, just, we didn't even have a thermometer to just check it. Bacon in it, yeah. It's yeah. Bacon How in that you didn't germ get climate. it? I have no idea. <laughs> and and this is during COVID times, so like all of our spouses are freaking out, you know. Because my my wife, once I got. Once she found out it was the flu, it was even worse because she, she quarantined me in my own house for eight days. Well, and not only that, once Gaios is over, then starts the eight-hour road trip with a trailer with no right. lights. that eight. I was supposed to drive. Yeah. Drive. It's more like 10. Yeah, I think it was yeah. longer. Okay. I think it was supposed to be nine, and what you had a trailer and just stops. And icy weather in the middle of winter. Yeah. So yeah. It's, uh, it's an adventure, and we look I forward we, to it next year. I was going to say, I guess we could say, like, I can't imagine it going worse this year. So I think we're, we're only looking up we're right on the cusp of being able to get uh the go wild vehicle to tell all this well stuff that about. actually is the next initiative what do we get i vote i vote sasquatch edition bronco oh that's what i'm thinking I to- the tow rating on that's not gonna be that much better than my car though it's a f-150 frame is it yes yeah, bronco's built on an f-150 what's uh, i'm real I curious mean, how much on can that. F- i mean i don't know how much can f-150 tow, tow like two three hundred pounds yes yeah, like that. <laughs> probably <laughs> barely you sitting in the bed of the truck oh god uh <laughs> yeah we'll have to look that up um but i i am that is our next initiative is to find because i am not driving my car back up to pennsylvania towing that thing i'm not gonna have a transmission left yeah and it's just the branding opportunity but you know towing it we loaded that liquid death in the trailer for Sunday Slam, and that was what a thirty-minute drive. That was probably just as hairy. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not blaming you, and I'm not complaining, but there was something that was not balanced well. Yeah. The, the I actually I when I came back home, I wasn't sure if you had balanced it any better. I went the back way the whole way home. I I feel like it would have gotten a little bit less balanced because we were pulling water off the axle. I wasn't sure, and I yeah. just didn't want to roll. Probably the, less weight. Yeah. But I'll, the other thing too, the uh, my running lights on my car are still broken, so I had to drive home with the flashers the whole way. And I was like, I'm not doing this in 70 mile per hour traffic. I'm gonna do it in 50. That's so. what I was like with those T posts in the back. I uh, went down Bardstown Road, and that was the first time I've been down Bardstown Road at midnight on a Saturday night. Oh, good people watching. Good it people. Was, it was a bad decision. I was bumper to bumper. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah, I, I told. I didn't even think for about it. That, yeah. For most people who don't know what Dan's talking about, it's the bar scene in Louisville. Yeah, it's so. the big. It's the it's, trendy it's, spot. It's, it's it's an eclectic area. That's where we did a little bit of a pre party for Send It Slam for some folks and uh, people that were out of town. Like some of the band members were there and stuff. And I was like, Yeah, this is a cool bar because you. It's like that Toby Keith song. You, you know, there's there's all kinds of different people in the room, and I mean, it's not a bar that trends one direction yeah. or another. You never know who's. I gonna almost be in there. feel like that was as successful for the members as send it slam. And yeah. I feel like the next time we do it, especially if we decide to go to a Texas or a Pennsylvania for a second event. Find yeah. A cool and I, I feel bad that we didn't make that public face. And I apologize for people that came that didn't get invited. That wasn't even intentional. It was kind of like people that were texting me. It's like, Oh, well the team was going, it started off as a team meeting or a team yeah, celebration. A team. And then some people that knew like had our cell, like, where are you guys at tonight? Yeah. Are you partying? And we'll it's like, that. well, we're not partying, but we're at a bar, but we'll do a pre-party on the next one so yeah. um we're out of time uh we got dan hood braden Ware, jacob kentucky waterfall night and brad luttrell here hit plus sign go to log time hit outdoor podcast and search for what is this uncensored, uh, uncensored. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> we need to go back. To oh bed. boy, yeah, bedtime. See. You.